Hello, the internet, and welcome to this very special edition of I'm Mr. Side Side. You almost said right side. I did. <laughs> I really can't do this. <laughs> it's too much for my brain. We got it, though. We uh, just right at the buzzer. Uh, my name's Jack O'Brien. That is Miles Ray. Also, shout out to Mike Nichols. Uh, you told me about the, the last day he did for the last show. Oh, okay. Just noticed you now, so sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> A lot going on in our brains, you know. We can't. It's, it's tough putting the whole zeitgeist through our minds. Yeah, you know. But we do it. For is, that, is that the director of the Graduate, Mike Nichols? Yeah, I don't know. Is it? I'm not good with directors at, that aren't okay. Michael Bay. Passed a uh, number of years ago, so it's probably not. Probably him. not. But if you are, uh, tweet at us. Let us know yeah. if that's you from Beyond the Grave. All right, we're looking at what's trending right now, uh, and first of all, R.I.P. To Rocky Johnson. Yes. The Rock's father. I, oh man, I love, I, <laughs> this one stings. Yeah. Because I was obsessed with The Rock as a child. Right. Obsessed because he was, after Tiger Woods, I tried doing golf because he was Blasian and then knowing The Rock's Asian Pacific Islander and black background, I was like, okay, this is my next guy. This is right. my new, that's me. That's me being represented. And I read his book. Uh, if you smell it, the rock is cooking. His biography, yes. first book. Yes. Um, and he talks a lot about his dad. And at the time, I didn't realize that he came from a tradition of wrestlers. And his dad, Rocky. Another thing I did not realize: born in Nova Scotia. Oh, shout out to Nova Scotia. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he passed. Did you away. read that by the way in high school literature class, or just like? No, I read that shit in eighth grade. Oh, okay. I think is when it came out. Right. And then I had my eighth grade diploma changed so my middle name would be Rocky. No. I swear to God. My wow. eighth grade dip- diploma says Miles Rocky Gray on it. Hell yeah. Because I was like, I'm Rocky Mayavia. I'm Rocky Johnson. I'm the rock. I'm the everything. It <laughs> would be uh, amazing I, if that like caused problems for you like with documents going yeah, forward. Yeah, <laughs> in a way. I mean, my mom, like when I told my mom, I was, she was like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I think it's cool. That's what I want. And she's <laughs> like, okay. It's weird. I, I don't know why, but that's it, it touched me. Uh, and he's a you know Hall of Fame wrestler and one of the first uh, you know f- part of one of the first black tag team uh, team black tag teams uh, in WWF at the time. Uh, so you know, uh, death of a great yeah legend. Snowpiercer is trending, uh, and I was wondering if that's because uh, the director of Parasite directed that, and people are just figuring that out as right. producer Anna Hosnier did. Uh, this afternoon, moments ago, moments, mere moments ago. Yeah. That's why she's not here. She had to go recover mere in the moments dark room. Ago. Uh, but it's actually Snowpiercer is getting a TNT premiere date uh, after a wild five-year journey to becoming a TV show, which huh. I find very intriguing. What is the uh, show? Is it basically going to be this? The obviously it has to be the right. film as a TV show. <laughs> it's one of those movies that like feels. Like it created a world that could so easily, like that. That felt like we just got a little pinprick into like what, right? All the different things that that movie. Like, could do be. you start it? Like, do they get on the Snowpiercer train? Like at the end of season one, right? Like, you know, do we see the road to that train? Yeah, and even the train and like having a, a world that is all contained inside a train is like such an interesting idea. Where like each. Uh, you know, each car is a new episode could be one way to do it. Mm. Um, but yeah, Snowpiercer is getting a TV show adaptation. I am intrigued. Have they made a Snowpiercer video game? No. Because people, when it came out, people were like, oh, this is dope. And it's also basically like very inspired by video games. Uh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think of the last time there was a, a video game based on a movie that was like not an absolute disaster. Video game based on a movie. Was Ghostbusters good? No. Wasn't? Well, I mean, on, you mean on Nintendo, the Nintendo one? Uh, no, no. I mean, like, the one, I remember one came out, like, not that long ago, and it wasn't good. Uh, I'm trying to think. There, there was that one Matrix game that I used Game Shark for, so I could have unlimited bullet time. But then nice. I was like, what am I doing? I'm just playing a game in slow motion. <laughs> right. I don't know. There was yeah. Super Mario World based on, uh, for 64, that was based on that uh, John Leguizamo movie. Uh, that was one of my faves. Uh, was he? Who was he? Was Luigi? And then Bob Hoskins was Bob Mario. Hoskins was Isn't Mario. Bob Hoskins Mario? Right. That is amazing. And then uh, what's her face? Samantha Mathis. Is, is that like, who was uh, Princess Peach? Yeah. And then what's his face? Uh, Dennis Hoskins. Hopper is Koopa. That is wild. I guess Bob Hoskins was getting like the big checks in the 80s, right? Didn't that movie have like the weird 9-11 thing happening in it too? Yeah, I forget. What, what was the 9-11 There's thing? like some Twin Towers. Oh, 9-11 just happened in the movie? No, there is like a weird 9-11 right. thing. Just Mario like Brothers 9-11. Yeah. I mean. The oh, it foretold the 9-11. How so? Uh, towards the end of the film, the two dimensions in which this terror, oh, because the two dimensions collide. The filmmakers show these worlds colliding by having the actors in various structures dissolve into the opposite dimension from where they are. And then th- in this one, you see, uh, like the twin towers just vanish. Oh, I mean, I don't know. They didn't foretell, obviously, right. a terrorist yeah, yeah. attack, but whatever. Yeah, I think there's something to artists like feeling the vibrations of. I don't know. I think the Wilco album Yankee Hotel Foxtrot foretold 9/11 in a way that like people, you know, they they just had a sense of something that was coming and things dissolving and falling down. Uh Okay. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think about that. I, I mean it came out after 9/11 but it was recorded in 2000 so it was like right up against it. And what are those buildings in the cover? Uh those are two in dual structures. Yeah, there's two dual structures in Chicago. Uh, but there's just a Great lot city. of like imagery in the lyrics that are about that. And there's right, a song, right. Poor Places, that is, uh, I don't know, it really brings it home. Uh, let's talk about Aaron Hernandez is trending uh, because the Netflix documentary uh, that is, I think, the- Docu-series. Docu-series, right. And it seems like it's, like a, it's becoming a big Netflix uh, phenomenon. Is it just people saying- is it true? I mean, it's, it's just been got trending wild all day. Details. I feel like Twitter at the very top has been Aaron Hernandez all day. Right. It's got, it's like one of those things where it's a huge news story that everybody was vaguely familiar with as a headline. And then I'm not going to, I guess, spoil it uh, because people might want to watch the documentary for themselves. But then there's just a number of like twists that are like, oh, you didn't actually know the substance of this story. And then there's also just wild details uh, of like the thing that I that I don't think this is a spoiler, but uh, you know he goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, he at one point asked <laughs> you know he goes to jail asked his lawyer uh, if he could get Smith and Wesson to uh, to sponsor him while he was in prison. And, like seriously asked that. Um, oh, so it was just wow. like one of those details where that. People on social media are. Was it because uh, he like by. shot the guy with the yeah. something? Was it? 
I I think that's kind oh, of Oh, just the to idea. show you in his mind, he was like, Yeah, that should be an endorsement. Yeah. Too. Like I won a Super Bowl and just Nikes. Completely like, lost touch. He won a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Um so anyways, uh, you know, that seems like one of those stories that's gonna be trending round the water cooler. Uh so it's probably it's, our duty. It's such to, an intersection though of all kinds of things. Like if you like true crime, you're gonna watch it. If you know anything about the NFL, you're gonna watch it. Yeah. If you don't like the Patriots, you're gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. That's another tweet I saw was people being like, Tom Brady never even visited him in jail. Shows how much he cares about his okay, teammates. Or maybe that's your takeaway. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think that's when you get like, hold on, this isn't just a eh, whatever. <laughs> right. It's the internet. Uh and finally, uh, we wanna talk about Doolittle. Oh yeah. Uh the world is talking about Doolittle uh and now the 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 reviews are starting to roll in uh and it seems like it's not even uh an interesting failure necessarily. It's just funny the headlines. Robert Downey Jr's Doolittle is a confusingly weird kids movie. Review. Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr is a disaster. Doolittle review. Robert Downey Jr talks to the animals without ever, I don't know, it just trails off. Uh <laughs> Review, Doolittle and Robert Downey Jr. seem cursed. <laughs> That's very weird. Review, even Robert Downey Jr. can't salvage a train wreck. So I was like, wow, this is some scathing shit. So I started reading one of the articles in the Daily Beast review. First of all, I didn't realize, uh, first they start off by saying, a CGI, like just to let you know about how inscrutable and unscrutinizable this film is, a CGI creature lets out an enormous fart. A child in the audience laughs uncontrollably. Uncontrollably, We have no recourse but to accept it and hand Robert Downey Jr. his paycheck. Right. The other thing is that uh, this movie is written and, or co-written and directed by the same dude who directed Syriana, uh, you know, the petroleum politics, geopolitical thriller, mm. uh, and then was also the dude who wrote Traffic, the Steven Soderbergh film. Right. He is now writing Doolittle, and they say... Here, he's scripting a gorilla voiced by Rami Malek to kick a tiger voiced by Ray Fiennes in his tiger balls. A duck <laughs> a duck voiced by Octavia Spencer sasses, do you understand the words that are coming out of my bill? Uh-huh. That alone, I'm like, I don't need to read anymore. No, I that think that does it. made my skin fall off. That is amazing. So it's just, uh, I mean, I think it's, rightfully being panned also wait is that a scene that ended up in the movie or they were just talking about uh like the scripting process that was like during development no i'm this is that's a film wow and then robert downey jr gives cgi squirrel mouth to mouth Uh uh-huh okay i mean that's cute okay Uh, but the other um the, the other thing is like i don't know if you've seen the billboards around town he looks like he's got brown face on or some shit he looks way like he's he caught a real tan it also, uh, there are pictures in there where it's unclear what he's doing. Like, I think there's one where he appears to be doing something with a stethoscope to a polar bear, but it just suggests to me, like, it's not clear what it is. And it suggests to me that they got him for like 12 pictures. And we're right. just like, well, those are going to have to be good enough because that was all we had him for. Right, right, right. Uh, and they, they, wallpapered uh, the city of Los Angeles with these billboards. So I just like this last paragraph of this <laughs> review. There's no describing how disorienting it is on screen, uh, how disorienting it is to screen this movie in the same news cycle as the one in which the 2020 Oscar nominations are being debated. <laughs> Cinema? Greatness? Worth? Representation? Here's Robert Downey Jr. wincing at a tooting dragon. 
What does anything mean anymore? At the same time, I cannot respect that reviewer for saying tooting. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's true. I guess now it's a must-see phone. Yes. I mean, if look, someone's uh, someone's getting kicked in their tiger balls, as they say. <laughs> wow. So you understand the words that are coming out of my bill. Out of my bill? <laughs> what? Uh, Jamie Loftus Don't ever t- tweeted, uh, Will Doolittle 2020 Unite the Left? Question mark by Jamie Loftus, <laughs> uh, which I think is her uh, senior thesis. One of the greats. Uh, all right. We're going to... And with that, yeah. that's what the world is talking about. That and nothing more. Uh, we hope you have a great evening, and we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of Der Daily Zeitgeist, and we'll talk to you guys then. Bye.